Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Let's go through our themes together. Start on the theme for the year one to go. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And the theme for this month, one to go. There's a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom. Like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Hallelujah. Cornerstone, let there be light. Clap your hands together, please, and you may be seated in the name of Jesus. One day, Jabez got tired of the way his life was. And he went to God in prayer, and a shift happened. And he just began to realize that people were looking at him differently now. People were responding to him differently. I know that is somebody here in the name of Jesus. People began to look at him differently, respond to him differently, behave to him differently. That's what the grace of God makes possible for people. We hear the word, but we must also engage with the fire of the Holy Ghost. The combination of both moves people forward in ways they can never imagine. Very quickly, we had three powerful services on Sunday. Were you blessed by them? How many people are now raising their mind like a baby with love and with firmness? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Last week, Thursday, we looked at understanding as one of the pillars of wisdom. Understanding. Understanding. The ability to, 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 to get a good grasp of situations. To be able to go deeper than the surface. Not to keep getting stuck in the same situation again and again and again. Understanding opens our eyes to what is actually going on. So we can avoid potholes. Tonight in the time we have, you won't blame me if I go over, amen. (laughs) Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. Seven pillars of wisdom. Seven pillars. And we see those seven pillars in Proverbs chapter 8 verse 12 to 14. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, arrogance, sorry, and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding and I have strength. So we see the seven pillars of wisdom. What makes wisdom to stand? We see them in this passage of scripture. And tonight we'll be looking at prudence and knowledge. Prudence and knowledge. What is prudence? The ability to live today with tomorrow in mind. The ability to enjoy today 
without destroying tomorrow. What do you think will happen to a person who got paid today and spent all the money today? Expecting that Jesus will come tomorrow. And they wake up tomorrow and instead of Jesus, they see their landlord. Or they see the bank where they got their mortgage from. That's when they will say, it is finished. (laughs) Prudence means I am enjoying tomorrow without destroying... I'm enjoying today without destroying tomorrow. When you see a student who takes out all the student loans and spends everything, forgetting that they have to pay back tomorrow. They keep asking for more and more and more and more and more, buying iPhones and buying all kinds of things, forgetting that that money is going to be paid back. Maxing out one credit card after another. Not because you are in dire straits, but because you just want that trip that has to happen today. Apostle, you don't understand. I need vacation like yesterday. I'll pay it back. Very easy. 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 Prudence is the ability to, to enjoy today without destroying tomorrow. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 28 says, For which of you intending to build a tower? You are building a tower. Proverbs, sorry, Luke 14 28. Luke, Luke. Let's look at Luke. Amen. There's wisdom in Luke to amen. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the costs? Whether he has enough to finish it. Because everybody knows how to start. <laughs> it's one thing to gain admission, but make sure you plan your study life. Otherwise, all you have will be admission. Without <laughs> graduation <laughs> less after he has laid the foundation <laughs> and he's not able to finish and all who see it begin to mock him nobody will mock us in the name of Jesus saying this man began to build and was not able to finish prudence helps us to finish what we have started I heard the story of a man who was climbing, uh, you know, one of those mountains, maybe it's Kilimanjaro, and he had all these supplies with him, all these things, food, everything like he had. Because in his mind, I'm not going to go hungry. No ego will just carry me on that mountain. I, I must make it there. But the guide was telling him, you're too heavy. This, this, this is too much. He said, no, 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 I, I like to snack every, <laughs> every so often. <laughs> he didn't listen, so he kept going. As they were going higher and higher, he was realizing he was heavier and heavier. So he had to be dropping the cheese that he carried. He dropped the almond milk. <laughs> he dropped the, the, the cake, the, 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 the carrot cake. He, <laughs> he dropped everything because in order to get to the top, you need to be as light as possible. 
And we are beginning 2024 with prudence in mind. That there is a month called December. <laughs> and whether you know it or not, it's going to come. And this apostle will tell you on that month, this is the best month ever. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> it's coming. Now we're in February. February what? February what? Eight. Eight. Amen. You blink and then it's February 28. And the next day we start marching into March. <laughs> and then April. Oh. And then May. And then June. And people are thinking of vacation. And by the time they are done vacationing. August has arrived. <laughs> ah. And then September. And then by October, we'll be talking about planning for 2025. I say, is it already 2025? And November. And then we're in December. Ah, CCCG is 10. Wow. <laughs> whether you like it or not so long as you keep sleeping and waking up in fact don't even sleep <laughs> time will still keep if you glue your eyes and say you are not sleeping time will still keep on moving it is prudence to know you have energy today by God's grace we'll continue to have energy but, but, but you see we are also increasing in age You know, I have the privilege of, you know, uh, being able to gather some people together to be a blessing to a group of people in, in our society, elderly people. And one of the reasons why I have loved it so much, other than just being a blessing, is I see that these people were once very, very young. They were once in their 40s. They were once in their 20s. They, they were once teenagers. They were once in their 60s. But as time went on, and that's part of the wisdom that young people, we young people need to get. We are going to grow old. <laughs> it is why the Bible says it is wisdom to be in the area where, in, 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 be at funerals. But if you look at people today, they'll say, oh no, I, I don't know. It just gives, you know, it's not good vibes. So, so I don't like to be at funerals. You know, I only like good vibes only. So they avoid funerals. But there's a lot of wisdom we can get from there. To remind us that we are alive today. We're not going to be here forever. Even if you live to be as long as Methuselah. Methuselah still died. So living today... Being alive today without compromising tomorrow, that's prudence. The ability to plan for tomorrow is prudence. And one of the most prudent men we saw in scripture was a man called Joseph. You know, it's very difficult to, 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 to be prudent in, in the midst of abundance. That's why you see people say, I just believe, I just believe. It will keep flowing. Yes, it will flow. But you see, it takes wisdom to understand that the abundance today must not be wasted. Because when God gives us abundance today, he has tomorrow in mind. So Joseph gathered the people and told them, save 20% of the surplus. 
So savings, investments, insurance, these are practicalities of prudence. Nobody likes the idea of saving. Some people oversave. They are very stingy people. You know, but, 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 but people don't understand the essence of saving until when they get into a situation, not just bad things, even opportunities. Now they look in their savings. That trip you went on that you shouldn't have gone on. You now begin to realize that shoe you bought that was not really necessary because you've had many others. Prudence does not mean we become stingy. It means we become balanced. When COVID-19 pandemic came, those who were prudent were rejoicing. Because some people never imagined that the world would go through what it went through. And things would just be shut down. It is not wise to consume everything that you make. It is never wise. It is never wisdom. If you need to tighten your belt, it is way better to tighten. Even if it is $2 to save every single time you are paid, it's a principle. Can you imagine if the human body consumed all the food you put in every time you eat? We'll be dying every day. Then they have to bring us back to life the next day. No, but the body is trained to save food. Sometimes too much, but it, 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 it stores food. So we don't die. God forbid if a person is stuck in a, in a wilderness somewhere, then they'll thank God for all the storage. Those looking down on you now will be saying, please, can I have some food? But that would be cannibalism. <laughs> Some of you don't understand what I'm saying. Ah. Mm. <laughs> I'm just trying to get that off my mind. <laughs> A prudent person examines their decisions today based on where they are going tomorrow. So, so if you tell me, Apostle, I, I want to be the best student in my class. Other than making that declaration, I want to look at the steps you are taking and make sure it's going in that direction. Apostle, this year, I want to be closer to God than I have ever been. Wonderful. Then let's look at the steps you are taking. Is it, it, does it look like you're going in that direction? If that is not the case, we need to turn back around and begin to move in the right direction. And prudence is a mark of wisdom. I saw a pastor many years ago post on his Facebook, then when we still used to be on Facebook. Um, <laughs> posted on his Facebook that some, a particular church member was having a birthday, just celebrating that church member. And I looked at it and I said, ah, this is not wise. This is not wise. Because in my mind, I'm thinking of the future. 
How many people's birthdays are you going to? You're already creating a system of rejection, of abuse. And then another post, somebody else's birthday another time. But I don't see those posts anymore now. You are starting something today. What are the consequences of the action that is being taken? I remember when we were much younger, we used to be told, be careful about the steps you are taking. You are going to greater heights. They will set you out in the future. We didn't understand. But with the blessing of the stick, we had to understand. <laughs> and this was not in Canada, so it's not child abuse. <laughs> if you go to the police saying that your parents smacked you, the police will beat you too. <laughs> Just to contribute their efforts. Amen. <laughs> the beauty is this. From where we are today, we can begin to look forward. Where am I going? And wisdom helps us to naturally examine the future as we're taking steps today. You want to buy a house. It's not just about what you can afford now. It is why there is a pre-qualification process. And they add more percentages. And thank God they do that. So when interest rates was 3%, and you want to pre-qualify, I think, you know, something like 5% is what they'll use for pre-qualification. And that is prudence, because in their mind, they are saying, it's not just what you can afford now. What if interest rate increases to 5%? Will you still be able to afford it? And some people can be casting and binding and rebuking, yet the government is helping them. Now, just within last year alone, mortgage payments practically doubled. Prudence is keeping the future in mind as you're taking steps today. What are some of the benefits? Prudence preserves our life. It's a, it, it helps to preserve our lives. Discretion will preserve you. Proverbs 2.11 Understanding will keep you. Discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. Hmm. And one of the blessings that elders provide is prudence because of experience. They know what has been. So while a youngster is celebrating what is now, the other is looking ahead. So a person choosing a spouse because of their looks is not prudent. You understand shortly, just wait, just wait. <laughs> because sometime in the future, six pack will become how many pack? No, two pack. <laughs> <laughs> is it that park they call it or something <laughs> you just realize one day something is hanging <laughs> not because you didn't try but you were so busy with work that's why I thank God for 21 days fasting because he helps me to 
<laughs> to come back on track. <laughs> All this is so if you are building your future based on what is not permanent, that is not prudence. Am I saying don't look at physical? No, no, look at my wife, she's beautiful. Amen. So I'm not. And look at me, so I'm handsome. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But all I'm saying is, the physical aspect must not be the focus. Because if, if, if we are walking in prudence, we're looking at the things that are more valuable than physical things. Even people's complexion can change. I know people who were quite light-skinned. They, they, were, they were caramels when they got, when they were found. But now they are dark chocolates. <laughs> because life happened. <laughs> Amen. No freckles before now. We have freckles. All kinds of things just changing. All we are saying is let us act in prudence. <laughs> Keep the future in mind. Ah, let me pause and say this, please. (laughs) The way the world is going is very scary. (laughs) I think you are prophetically seeing where I'm going. But the way the world is going is very scary. Because... (laughs) I saw that in China, you can actually, they can help you to grow taller. Not by wearing platforms. These days when we look at people, (laughs) we don't even know what we're looking at. Until everything is removed. And this is male, female. I I don't mean to be nude. No, no, no. no. I mean... All the attachments. <laughs> because sometimes, you agree, <laughs> sometimes it is, it is, I'm just looking for agreement. <laughs> sometimes it is night and day. And once you sign, <laughs> you've already signed. It is like in those days where a guy would borrow a car from his friend, borrows outfits from his friend, you come and visit him in his friend's house. And then you fall in love with him, you get married to him, then he'll now take you to his house. (laughs) That's fraud. That's 419, amen. Please let that prudence reign. Lord, open my eyes to see the future. If you are seeing one thing now and you, you look in the spirit in the future, you see something else, you better ask questions. In the flesh, he's taller than you, but in the spirit, you are taller than him. There's something wrong. Tell him, brother, let's go and play soccer together. Let's go and run. Because there are some things you'll do that will make him remove the attachments. You don't like what you're hearing. It is well, Amen. Glory to God. Everything of value must be managed with prudence. Not stinginess, but prudence. If you think about it, how much money do you need to spend on yourself every month? You know, there's an idea called the first principles. 
When, when you look at something not building on other people's thoughts, oh, I have to do this every month, I have to do that every month, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that. No, no, who said so? I was saying to someone today, I said, you know, when you went through challenges, most likely a lot of the things you thought you couldn't do without, you suddenly began to do without them because of financial challenges. You come out of that, you now realize, you know what, I can actually survive without getting my head on. <laughs> Some don't want to respond to that. <laughs> you will not see hardship in Jesus' day. We went to a retreat, and we're having a conversation at dinner table. And they were saying, oh, you know, who here has eaten a snake before? And some people say, me, never, never, never. I said, keep quiet. If you are starving, you're almost dying. And that's the only food, fish. Snake is like fish. If that's the only thing available, you say, bring me more. I want python. <laughs> Number two is knowledge. Very quickly, knowledge. <laughs> Glory to God. So when others are running, a prudent person is taking their time to calculate the route, the steps. So when they move, they are moving with speed. If you ask me now how we're going to be structured when we get to 20,000 people, I can tell you. When we get to 50,000, I can tell you. 100,000, I can tell you. A million, I can tell you. Because if you already know where you're going, you, 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 you know, when I was leaving Nigeria to go to Poland, you know, I had to go and buy winter jackets. There was no winter in Nigeria. But there's winter in Poland. But the winter jacket was not really a winter jacket. But, but I asked because the destination needed that, but where I was did not need that. So when you know where you're going, you are prepared. And people are wondering, why are you buying this thick jacket? No, no, you don't know where I'm going. So you just mind your business. I know where I'm going. Where I'm going requires an outfit like this. Some people are buying suits or looking at suits they will buy. But someone is wondering, why do you need that? But you know where you are going. Because you are standing before kings and queens in the mighty name of Jesus. So the pillar of knowledge is what gives us a passion and hunger. For truth. It gives us a passion and hunger for truth. I want to know the truth. That's knowledge. Knowledge is the engine, is the, is, 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 is the raw material rather for wisdom. Because wisdom thrives on the right information. Glory to Jesus. Knowledge, they say, is power. Knowledge is power. Where do we get knowledge from? Unfortunately, many people get knowledge from culture only, traditions only. They get knowledge from, you know, there's this concept called an echo chamber. And it's, this, 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 this is usually seen online and even in person depending on the, the types of people you move with, the same ideas just floating around. So, so you see that if you, if, you, if you like to watch Fox News and you're on Facebook, you see that the types of things on your feed 
will be aligned with conservative ideas and this person and, you know, Tucker Carlson, now he's in Russia. You, you, you see all those things will just be coming. That's the only thing that you'll be seeing. That's, that's because that's your worldview. So, so it's called an echo chamber. So, so some people think they're getting new things and fresh things, but they're actually getting the same thing just passed around. It's why they say social media has exacerbated the, the, the way our society is. It's more like a melting pot now because people believe what they believe and they are digging their heels into what they believe. And they have new stations that are there to patronize that and to enforce that. How do we come out of that echo chamber? Is the, you see, even the word of God, if you're not careful, you read it with, with blinders on. There are people who believe, you know, uh, there's, uh, I, I can't, I'm not sure if I call them a church, but there's a, a group of people in, in the U.S., uh, uh, um, they worship with guns. Now, I, 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 I like guns to carry. I don't have yet to can buy for my birthday, before my birthday. So I, I have no issues with that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no issues. You see, but these ones, for them, they worship their guns. It is Jesus Christ, their guns, and then the, uh, which, which amendment? Second or first? No. Second amendment. Second? Second. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's their own. It's not about salvation of souls, redemption, restoration, transformation. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's guns. Uh, uh, um, 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 uh. Very sad. Yes, they read the Bible and they quote scriptures. They only see what they want to see because they are just in an echo chamber. Yet they are very passionate. They believe in what they are doing. I'm not here to judge them. Um, if God says I should, I will. Uh, but that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to tell us that knowledge can be, can be tainted if we're not careful. The moment you find yourself unwilling to hear somebody else's opinion, you're already in trouble. You're in a very big trouble. Big trouble. I was talking to my wife the other day, and, and <laughs> uh, she used to be massive feminist, the, the dangerous ones. Uh, before Jesus delivered her. Uh, amen. <laughs> we're, we're talking about it. And she said one of the causes that helped to enlist her into that was, was women's studies. Anybody take women's? Let's deliver you right now. Women's studies. You hardly find anyone who went into that and took that class and came out normal. If they see a man, they just want to slap the man. <laughs> and some they've been hiding their own it's inside their pocket but <laughs> every so often it comes out and then they just they just put it back inside <laughs> because they, they, they were spewing negative information some of it true but from a very 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 vengeful place Amen. Except by the grace of God, you can't survive. You go in loving all men, you come back loving women. Only. Because the world, world would be a better place without men. 
They are the reason for all the trouble in the whole world. Knowledge can be manipulated. So, so that's why you see there's a difference between indoctrination and education. Indoctrination then is somebody has a goal for where they are taking you to. And you don't have any, it's like, it's like a maze. It has been predetermined. Just enter there. There's no other place you can go but where they want you to go. That's indoctrination. But real education is, this is information. Now let's begin to explore. You, you take a philosophy course, philosophy that you should not be able to fail. And they'll say you, you can think freely. Yet the professor will say, I don't like your... <laughs> and you're wondering, what is your problem, sir? <laughs> what is your... <laughs> That's indoctrination. We are, we are raising free thinkers, but now I don't agree with your own thought, professor. Now you're failing? No. So, so we, we must be careful that we don't put ourselves... So, 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 so in the world we are in now, there's more information, but people are more indoctrinated. There's almost every information about everything now. Some will go to the extreme and just be consuming all kinds of information and they are just full of confusion. We're saying that there's a, there's, a, there's a very sweet space there where we are supposed to be. If this is my direction, then I must invest myself into understanding the different aspects of that direction so I can move properly. When I'm preparing to, 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 to not just to, to, to preach, when I'm feeding myself, I don't just feed myself with information that satisfies me. This is for me because I am called to teach other people. If you're an engineer, for example, you should not be doing what I'm doing. That might not be responsible because I don't go reading engineering textbooks. I listen to those who have varying opinions. Not satanists and all that. No, no, those ones are. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying within the body of Christ. I don't believe in prosperity teachings. I'm wondering, but do you want to be poor? Let me hear. Maybe there's something they know I don't know. So I listen to them. I say, okay, so this is their problem. Okay, I see. Okay. So what they are really saying is they don't like the braggadociousness of the prosperity folks. That's what they don't like. But they like prosperity. But they don't like the fact that, we, you know, someone make noise about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just flew from my private jet now. Please put a picture of the jet. Avia. <laughs> That's the part they don't like. You put it up in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, so I realize that that is what they don't like. But they actually like to be blessed. So, so, knowing that then helps me to communicate with such people. What are we saying? In order to grow wisdom, we need to have knowledge. But don't let your own knowledge be indoctrination. I grew up knowing that many people in the church are uncomfortable with those in the LGBTQ and all those other alphabets that are uncomfortable with them. And for me, the issue is someone can be, can be okay being around a thief, a rapist, a, 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 an adulterer, 
But the moment is someone who is gay, they just, even the worst sinner, in that moment will feel like the most righteous person. And I said, no, no, there's, there's, there's a problem. So, so I, I didn't buy the narratives I've heard. So I went to study. Is it everybody in there that has just filled with demons? Is, is, is that, is that, is that, is, is it everything that is just spirit? And I, I, I began to study. And I realized, ah, no, 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 no. There's too much ignorance in the church. So we go into details in our leadership classes on those topics. So we can be properly educated, not indoctrinated. So you see someone from a community, and, and you, the, the, the first thing on your mind is just about their sexuality. Yeah, there are 1,000 other things that we can address. Yet when we see you, the first thing we don't see, the first thing we don't say is that you masturbated yesterday. How are you, the one who masturbated yesterday? Is that, is that what we say? <laughs> Please close the door so nobody leaves. <laughs> Another source of knowledge for people is tradition. The way it was done before. Tradition, experience. So those ones, they never do new things. Always the same. Always the same. Always the same. Always the same. Dr. Miles Moreau of Blessed Memory. I'm sure he's enjoying heaven and heaven is enjoying him too. Amen. Such a wise man. You know, it's so funny. When I began to meet with some Bahamians, some of them actually did not realize how big he was until they left their country. It validates the scripture that the prophet is not recognized in their own home. It's until when they stepped out of Bahamas, they realized, ah, Masmo, yes, yes, he's from Bahamas. <laughs> Bahamian. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> ah, glory to God. He said, Samson killed a lion with the jawbone of an ass. But he didn't frame that jawbone and pass it from generation to generation. Now, every time you see a lion, take that jawbone <laughs> and smack the lion on the head. No. <laughs> Some are like, you're dramatic. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> when I'm in my office by myself, I'm, I'm quiet. <laughs> Even when I'm at home, so how's your day? Fine. He said he did, did. Samson was not good when he had to do with women, but when it had to do with <laughs> the area of understanding that you don't build on tradition. The moment he killed the lion with the job, when he threw it away. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, what kind of knowledge do we need? Very quickly. Number one, knowledge of yourself. Knowledge of yourself. Knowledge of yourself, 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 yourself. And when I say yourself, you, we're, we're so diverse, we're so unique, we're so multifaceted, we're, we're just so unique. There's the knowledge of your body. What kind of food does your body like? 
Every day you are bloated. Every day bloated. Every day bloated. Next day, some are preparing to be bloated tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's not a bloating championship. <laughs> Yet you don't have the knowledge. Why, what food am I eating that is causing the bloating? And you stop it. Bloating is not a spirit. <laughs> it is facilitated by food. Yesterday, I experienced bloating once a long time. I said, no, never again. It's so painful. It's so stressful. <laughs> I said, no, but this is my traditional food. No, I rebuke that traditional food. <laughs> Knowledge of yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses. People of faith, listen. Your weaknesses, there are, some, there are some ceilings that are removable and there are some ceilings that God put there and it is permanent in Jesus' name. See, 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 can't say amen. <laughs> it is not every limitation that is a demon. Some limitations are there for our own good and they must remain there for our own good. A man cannot look at the, the wife that is pregnant and say, I don't like the way you're handling this pregnancy. Please give it to me. Give it to me quickly. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my hard drive. <laughs> That's a limitation that God has put. And it will remain there permanently. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge of yourself so if I had a choice what are some things I would not want to do if I had a choice I'll just keep staying in strategy because even in my dream I'm strategizing and for some people if they had a choice theirs is just implementation you do the strategy just give me step by step and until Jesus come I'll keep doing it one to hundred, go back to one, one to hundred, go back to one. <laughs> what do you know about yourself? No human being is shy, but some are introverts. They prefer smaller groups. So, so if I were you and you're running a conference, you always be having breakouts. They wouldn't know why you're always breaking them up. <laughs> but you are playing to your strengths. Yeah, we're going to have four or five groups. Now, God... <laughs> <laughs> wisdom founded on knowledge 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 there are some settings you never find tony tony robbins there are certain settings you you not find them because according to his own preference large groups gives him high energy and always in person Know yourself. Knowledge of yourself. Your body. Your preferences. Knowledge of those things. That, that the things that get you angry easily. Having knowledge of that. Some of us, for example, we can't handle seeing people being bullied. We must bully the, the bully. <clears throat> Glory to God. And knowledge of your environment. Knowledge of your environment. I want to advise you. Get rid of CNN. 
Get rid of Fox News. You are not a Fox. Get rid of a lot of these news organizations who are pretending to be news organizations, but they are just a group of opinion polls. And find yourself an actual organization that doesn't have an agenda. So you can have information. For example, I want to know news, DW. My wife knows. Very, very simple. It's a German news station. English, DW English. I understand what's happening in the world. And that's enough. I'm not saying these people gather together and then they are bashing Trump and this one is bashing Clinton and this one. No, no, no. My life is more important than that. I just want to have information of what's happening. What's happening around? Al Jazeera, what's, what's, what's that? <laughs> you have to be able to know when somebody has an agenda. You should be able to know when someone is coming to you to tell you something negative about somebody else. You need to be able to know that this, this, this person has an agenda. Why are you going into all these details? I don't need that information. It is wisdom to be able to know that difference. Just tell me what happened. That's all. And let me come up with my own conclusion myself. So how do we get knowledge of our environment? Find trustworthy sources of information. Trustworthy sources. Google News, I use that sometimes. I don't want your own ideas. Just give me what happened. A fox gave birth to another fox yesterday. That's all I need to know. Not that foxes are eating up everything. We need to destroy the foxes. Everything is fox, fo, fo, foxidated. No, no, no. Just, just, <laughs> just tell me what happened and I come to my conclusion myself. Knowledge of your environment is very critical. The federal government, I mean, just knowledge. And then knowledge of other people also. Knowledge of other people. Imagine how far you and I can go. If you understand what motivates people, if you understand how to make people smile, if you understand how to make people do what they said they were going to do, imagine how far we can go. Imagine. Imagine. Some people think some, some people came to this world with the knowledge of people. No. A lot of us got it through books and observation of other people. I always wondered, how come a person can step into a room and be able to motivate people to go in the right direction? I said, no, 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 that's a good skill to have. That's leadership ability. You see that even in kids. Leadership ability. An adult is trying to get the kid to keep quiet. The kid is not keeping quiet yet. Another child comes and says, stop crying. And just holds the child. Pecks the child. <laughs> and one crying looks and then stops crying. That's a skill. That's a skill. Knowledge of yourself. Knowledge of your environment. Knowledge of other people. Thank you, Jesus. And then what kind of knowledge? Knowledge of principles. What are principles? Principles are time-tested 
approaches, time-tested. This is what works in this situation. It always works. Time-tested. For example, if you want to be a farmer, don't fling it. Go and learn the principles of farming. You can't just wake up one day and say, I just feel led. To just... <laughs> to just plant um, <laughs> something in this place. You just feel led. Who is, who, is, who, is, who is leading you? There are principles. You see, the Holy Ghost leaves principles alone. He leads us into the principles. You will show me the path of life. Those are principles. He will show me the path of life. The path of life. Principles. How to make, how to make friends. How to keep friends. You cannot be a Grinch and expecting to be loved by people around you. The last time we saw you smile was three years ago. They come, they try to hug you, you are just like a rock. Rock of ages. <laughs> and you say, Apostle, please pray for me. I don't know. No, no, no. What we we'll pray for is for you to learn how to smile. Just smile. Have an inviting presence. And let your smile be radiating. It's not like you're frowning, and then when they get close, you just flash it a bit, and then you take it back. <laughs> Everybody is lovable. Everybody is lovable. And the beauty of the industrial age, and that we've passed a long time ago, <laughs> is that, is that, is that knowledge, information age, knowledge has been democratized. In almost every aspect of life, there is information out there. But you know what is sad? People don't read. Only older people, mostly, people don't read. Ah, I grew up seeing elders read newspapers. Ah, you want to torture a young person now, give them a newspaper. That's torture. They will literally just start crying. <laughs> I'm just feeling so anxious right now. <laughs> so much anxiety. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> Reading a newspaper. Can I have my phone? I just want to check my messages. <laughs> but yeah, they'll sit down and just read newspapers. Read, read, read. Emmanuel, pass me the other newspaper. <laughs> they'll read and mark, read. And, and I'm here thinking, if we can get someone to read three pages of a book in five minutes without picking up their phone, that's almost a world record. But guess what? We, are, we have found ourselves where we have found ourselves. If, if instead of reading, now we are listening to Audible, so long as you are taking in information, <laughs> while you are scrolling, you are just listening to <laughs> the wisdom that works, and you only get 5%, that's better than nothing. So we have to make what we have work for us, is what I'm saying. We, we cannot go back in time. We have to make it work. But we need to have moments where we are taking in knowledge. And I want to leave you with this charge. 
Anybody that wants to excel must gather principles, not assumptions. Gather principles. I remember when I was in university, went to one of the best universities in the world, University of Joss. You don't know it, that's why it's that good. Just <laughs> and while I was there, I decided to, 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 I was playing tennis. Lawn tennis, they call it there, but here we just call it tennis, okay? Now, um, I just decided, you know, there are some experts, there were some pros there, so I said, let me just learn. Because before then, you just, you just have the racket, you see the ball, and just close your eyes and just hit it, and just hope that it goes to the other side. So, so I said, let me take some classes. And then I began to see that they had principles, they had techniques, how to hold the racket, and this, they don't teach you to, to scream, the, ah, that one, is, people just do that, okay? So, there's a way you hold the racket. And I realized, oh my goodness, there are principles. Those that are competing at high levels, they have lots and lots of principles they follow. You might not see it. It might not be obvious. The basketballer has principles. LeBron James now got, what, highest scorer of, of, of all-time scorer? Nobody knows? Oh, wow. You need knowledge. <laughs> if you ask him, he'll tell you there are principles. It's not just luck. Just shoot the ball and hope he gets into the, uh, the, the what, the, the hoop, the, the net. So, 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 so there are principles. So, so we humble ourselves to gather as much principles as possible. Some of our lovely, wonderful sisters that like to correct their, their pastor. Sometimes in the past, they'll hear me sing and they'll, they'll call me and say, you're, you're singing from here. You need to sing from here. Just hallelujah. But you're singing from here. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they gave me all kinds of links. I'm confessing. I watched one or two and I left them alone. <laughs> but if I was planning to be an artist... If I, if I was planning, I'm very sorry, <laughs> I'll go back to them. <laughs> then I have to pay attention to what they're saying. Because you can't keep singing and singing and singing in the wrong way and expect that your voice will not be damaged. Oh, I don't know how she does it. Every time she's leading worship and she's just so good and she just, no, there are techniques. You drink ice water. With block before you come to sing. <laughs> but some never have those things because they are techniques. It is not good. Even people who speak. We speakers, we don't drink those things. Because it messes up the voice. You'll be sounding like a frog in no time. <laughs> Amen. These are principles. So, so we expose ourselves to enough knowledge. When you see somebody doing what you like to do, don't just say it is just grace. Grace is multiplied by knowledge. The Bible says, the more you know, the more the grace works. I'll leave you with this. There was a time I'll just wake up in the morning, go about my day, and then by 10 a.m., I'll just experience a slump in energy. Not even energy. It seemed like my, my, my enemy's heart was just dropping, the heartbeat. I said, what's going on? I'll rebuke, I'll bind Drink water. 
You know, when you know you're not sleepy, but you just feel like you're just tired. Point to the doctor, you know, they're wonderful people, but they don't know everything. Holy Spirit, what's, what's going on? But then I used to like to eat cashew with, with yogurt. It's just so, so heavenly. <laughs> just, I just have it in there. I just settle down. I taught my wife how to do it. <laughs> I've taught her many things. <laughs> so while I was there asking the Holy Spirit, I was still eating cashew and yogurt. And the Holy Spirit said, it's the cashew. I said, no, it's not possible. <laughs> it cannot be. It cannot be. So I decided to go online and I checked Google. And Google said, people who have high blood pressure are given cashew so they can reduce their blood pressure. So now what of someone with normal blood pressure, <laughs> when you have lots of cashew too, I know we, we don't measure all these things. We just... <laughs> He just eats it till it's no more. <laughs> I said, Lord, give me grace. But I let go of the cashew and my blood pressure was maintained. And I've shared that with somebody else. He has also been delivered. He's somewhere in AVL, somewhere there. <laughs> Please, let's step out and begin to apply prudence. And begin to be a voracious reader of the right information. Please stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org slash saved and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.